Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the Parenting Philosophy Podcast. Our podcast is for parents who make unconventional choices in life that lead them to holistic health, conscious parenting, progressive education, and non-traditional family structures. We're so glad you're here. Join us on this journey in leaving behind limiting belief systems while creating new ways of being that are compassionate, respectful, and fulfilling. Oh God, that's very chuggy. <laughs> what does chuggy mean? You haven't heard chuggy? No, and can you spell it please? C-H-E-U-G-Y. C-H-E-U-G-Y. U-G-Y. Okay, what is chuggy? It's like a term that... What's the generation after millennials? I don't know generations. I don't even know what I am. What am I? I don't either. It's a term that people younger than us came up with to make fun of us. Seriously? How yes. do you know this? They call us chuggy. Remember when we did the, the video of the uh, side parts and the skinny jeans? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's chuggy. Having a live, laugh, love sign on your wall, that's chuggy. Oh. That, that okay. like, certain type of font that you put on your shirts that, like, Dang. says something so like, it's just out. she's fierce and stuff. It's Ch- out? Chuggy. Is that what you're telling me? That picture you just showed me is chuggy. I liked what it said. Can yeah, I tell well, you Yeah, well, a lot of people like live, laugh, love. Oh, that's true, too. <laughs> You should live, laugh, and love. That's <laughs> all you need. Hey, who cares what they think of us? That's what I'm talking about. We're just here living our best lives. Or our lives. <laughs> We're just here living our lives that may be best or maybe subpar. Who cares? <laughs> Damn. Is that what you meant? <laughs> I don't know if that's what I meant. But okay. What do you mean? I don't know. What else? If you're not living your best life, what are you living? There's lots of lives to live. You're just alive. <clears throat> That's what I'm trying to say. You're just, I'm just existing. Here living life. You're just existing. <clears throat> I have no uh, idea, actually, what the fuck I'm doing. I still say I'm living my best life. Well, yeah, because living the dream. Sure. Rainbows and unicorns. Maybe that's it. Maybe not unicorns. <laughs> You know, ever since... Rainbows and sparkles, I think, is what I say, actually. Rainbows and sparkles. I was going to say rainbows and mermaids. Rainbows and mermaids. Mermaids are cool. I can handle it. They're cool, and they're mystic and magical and all the things. Rainbows and llamacorns. Oh, gosh. 
<laughs> That's worse. Are you going to make that a thing? No, I'm letting it all go right now. <laughs> Gone. Oh. I sucked it. <laughs> I lipoed it. <laughs> Just like that, I sucked it out of my body. Oh, God. Is that how it works? Listen, this isn't what I wanted to talk about at all. I was wondering what on earth was happening. I'm not going to lie. I just thought it was important for you to know what chuggy means. I, uh, and now I know. So what I actually wanted to talk about is like, are you sniffing my carpet? I needed to clear my throat and I didn't want to do it on. You know, we have a pause button. And we're back. What I actually wanted to talk about was, like, the genius of Alicia. What the f- What? Yes! What does that even mean? You're just living your life. You're existing. You're doing your thing. You're modeling, right? And I'm taking what I can take at the moment, but it's always evolving. <laughs> like, what I learn from you is always evolving, is, is what I mean. I don't mean that you're always saying something different. You're always saying the exact same thing, and it takes me so long to get it. But then, like, these little pearls of wisdom just kind of, like, drop in here and there. And I'm like, oh, that's what Alicia was saying the whole time. That's what she was doing the whole time. And so the one that came into my existence this week was making a neutral statement. Oh, it just, boom, it finally clicked. Instead of, like, saying things a certain way, make a neutral statement. Instead of using blame or shame or trying to teach a lesson, just make a neutral statement. So you're telling me all the times that we've talked about this and you, like, nod your head. I agree with it. I just didn't, it hadn't integrated. uh, It hadn't integrated to the level of implementation that i have received now today to this point okay did something happen or you just just kind of started using them if something did happen i don't remember what it was but it was definitely like an epiphany epiphany moment of like oh i'm making a certain statement where i could be making a neutral statement yeah yeah and then i like I said, I go, I observe myself and the way that I'm saying things, the way that I'm interacting with my kids and the way that I feel about it. And then I go out in public and I observe other people. And so last night I was out in public, which is rare, right? <laughs> Introverts. <laughs> Let me sit in my closet. <laughs> Literally. Till the end of time. I had to go out in public because... Living my... your best life in your closet. <laughs> yes, feels good. <laughs> in here, it's very organized. <laughs> Everything that I want and need is right here at my fingertips. And there's no one to disrupt or disturb or get in my way. Actually, like, I was gone. I don't know. I was. It was a day that the kids were supposed to be with their dad. And their dad's flight got canceled. And he didn't come home. And so the kids were home. Babysitter was here with them. And my teenage stepdaughter was here all day. And I was, I wasn't, I couldn't be home all day because I had other things to do. And I came home and I just noticed so many little things out of place. Like, that's how weird I am. What? Like, just, if you move, like, a piece of jewelry, I remember that that's not where I left it. (gasps) If you open a candle and smell it, 
You don't put it back in the exact same spot that it was in. Oh my gosh, I'm never touching anything else in your house. You can because I know that you're doing it. It feels a lot more comfortable for me if you're here and you do it and I see it. Oh. But if it happens when I'm not here and then I just, like these little things, catch me off guard. I know, I'm like that level of OCD. Do you feel violated? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I really, I have worked through the childhood trauma that that came from, right? Like need really needing to control my environment because everything else was out of control. I couldn't control anything else. And what was mine was mine. And I bought it's it. Place. It's mine. This is my space. Anyway, so that's still there. We're still working through that. That's still there. But I didn't, like, freak out on anybody. I didn't, like, have a panic attack. Like, I didn't cry. In the past, I would cry. If something was out of place? I didn't cry about it. How have I not known this about you in all of this time? Because I don't cry to someone. I cry at myself. Wow. I cry to myself. I, I very specifically remember... I had, in, in elementary school, probably kindergarten, I had bought a magazine, like one of these teen magazines. I bought it for myself. I really wanted it. It was really special to me. It was one thing that I owned that was mine, and I always take really good care of my stuff, and I brought it to school. And, oops. There's my lunch alarm. <laughs> I always take really good care of my things, and I brought it to school because I was proud of it. And one of my friends was like, can I borrow it? And like, for whatever reason, I said yes. And they ripped a page out. And I was devastated. Devastated by this. A magazine. Like a dis- consumable, disposable magazine. But I, did, I, didn't throw, I never threw magazines away. I kept them forever because they were mine. And I liked the pictures. Anyway... I digress. I went out in public. (laughs) I left my house with the kids because my seven-year-old's dad uh, took him to jujitsu, and he really liked it. And it turns out jujitsu falls on my days. (laughs) So they're with dad Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, and they're with mom Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and we alternate Saturdays. And so jujitsu is Monday night, Wednesday night. And Saturdays. Oh, my gosh. So he came and picked him up on Monday, took him there, brought him back. And then he says he really likes it. He wants to go. Can you start taking him? <laughs> sure. Yep. It's really going to be good. So I had to go out in public <laughs> yesterday on Wednesday <laughs> to a jiu-jitsu gym. And there's the mat where the kids are practicing. My seven-year-old is practicing down there. And then they have upstairs a parent lounge. Oh, nice. Okay. And so... Can you see down into the... Yeah, you can see down. And my three-year-old's with me in the parent lounge. And so I'm... His... My seven-year-old's dad has also tasked me with recording... (laughs) Oh. ...the class (laughs) so that he can see what moves were taught so that they can practice the moves together. Wonderful. Very hands-on. Love it. I'm not going to be practicing jiu-jitsu, so cool. But, okay, I'm trying to record. Okay. The class, and my my three-year-old is sitting behind me on the iPad, and a kid comes up to him, and he's, like, whispering something to him. And the kid is older than him. The kid's probably five, 
if I had to guess. And he's like saying something. He's The kid has a little phone in his hand and my three-year-old has the iPad. And the kid is saying something. He's like, no, well, I have this phone. And I'm like, I don't know what's happening. But like my adult mind automatically goes, oh, he has a phone and he wants the iPad. So he's trying to make a deal with someone younger than him. Okay. Right? And so I tur- like I'm not, I don't carry that energy into the conversation. I just turn around and I'm like, hey, are you are you asking him a question? And he's like, yeah. And he like looks at me super scared. I'm like, yeah, I'm really noticing that he's not answering you. I, <laughs> what are you, what are you asking him? And I'll, I'll ask him. And he's like, I'm just asking him if he wants to play with me. No. And I'm like, oh, what do you want to play? And he again looks terrified by me. And I'm like, so that I could tell him. <laughs> and he's like, I just want to play with him. Like, I just want to know if he wants to play with me. And I'm like, oh. To my three-year-old son, I say his name, you know, to like catch, to break his cycle of YouTube. And I'm like, hey, he really wants to play with you. Do you want to play with him? And he's like, I'm watching YouTube. (laughs) Like, I really see that you're watching YouTube and he's asking to play with you. Right. And so I'm like trying to like facilitate this conversation between these two kids. And apparently I'm being really scary to the, he looks, (laughs) he looks absolutely terrified by me and I'm smiling. Anyway, so this kid's older brother comes and interjects and so i think that i'm in trouble because he looks scared oh of me. my gosh and the kid's older brother comes and interjects and he's like is he being good and i'm like oh yeah oh. he's totally fine i'm just trying to help him talk to my three-year-old who won't acknowledge him <laughs> right now that that's all i'm doing he's great he's being he's like all right and he like looks at his younger brother he's like you better be being good Aww. i'm like oh yeah, no, that's good. And so finally, my three-year-old, like, actually hears what he says. And, like, they both hop up really excited and, like, run away. And they start playing with cars. Like, he's like, I don't need my iPad, Mom. Can you hold this? No. I'm like, yeah. And they go play with cars. And it's adorable. And so I'm, like, back to recording <laughs> the thing, the class. And I notice um, the guy next to me is talking to his kid who's, like, three. And he's like... You better be being good. Like, almost exactly the same words as the other guy. And I'm like... Oh, my gosh. Huh. That's interesting. And the lady next to me, different kid. And she's like, you better be blank, right? And I'm like... What is happening up there? But this is what happens all day, every day. Oh, we just don't notice? And so it was like, I had my epiphany, and then I go out in public, and I hear and see things differently than I did before. And so as I'm hearing this, I don't... I don't judge anybody, criticize or pairing. I don't give unsolicited advice. I just observe for my own benefit. Right. And, of course, if someone asks me or, you know, mm-hmm. there is an opportunity for me to be helpful, I want to do that. But for the most part, like, I really know I'm not, you know, that's their thing. I'm doing my thing. I'm just I'm just observing and learning. And so as I'm listening, I'm like, wow, I really hear where this could have been an observation or a neutral statement rather than a you better, Mm. right? Rather than a teaching moment. Mm. And so I was like, that damn Alicia. (laughs) She's been doing this the whole time, and I didn't have the language to really understand exactly what it was, even if she said it, like, whatever, it didn't click. And I'm like, there it is. Neutral statement. And so then I think I'm hot shit, and I'm, like, modeling it. Because their dad comes over to my apartment because he wants to play video games. And I have the gaming console. <laughs> Much. Like, 
he's like he's like saying things and I'm like over here modeling like my neutral <laughs> statements and I'm like I'm really seeing that this is happening. Wow, it really looks like this is what's happening for you. I don't I can't give you exact examples of what was happening, but I like like model and he's like looking at me like I'm all profound and I'm like, "Yes." <laughs> Winning at parenting again. Finally figure something out. So that has been super helpful. I'm still noticing that, like, when my biology is not right, like, when I feel tired, Mm. when I feel touched out, when I feel triggered, all that stuff goes right out the window. You don't have access to it. I don't have access Mm. to it, but I'm trying really hard to create the patterns and the habits to where when the access is gone, it's it's like um, muscle memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Practice. Like you. Practice. Practice. I'm practicing. It, it took practice for me, too. I'm practicing a lot. You, yes. Keep, keep practicing and keep acknowledging the times that you do it. And it's great. Can you think it, of any neutral statements that you commonly use? Oh, my gosh. I think I live a neutral life. I know, but I need <laughs> some examples. I live a neutral uh, life. I think... One of the easiest ways for me to explain this is I just state facts. Right. I, so I, and when you state a fact, it, they, I, uh, well, I also state it without, well, I'm, it, hey, listen, I'm still practicing too every day. We all, all the are. Time, right. I'm not saying that I do this 100% of the time. I get emotional also when I'm tired, when I'm hungry, all those mm-hmm. things. It happens for me all the time also. When I have the opportunity to practice it without emotion or shame or judgment or make a statement without shame, judgment or emotion, it can sound a lot like what? (laughs) (laughs) I try to think of things that kids do. uh, You had given an example before, like popsicles melt, something like that, uh, right? Yeah, just, yeah. Yes, popsicles melt. Oh, well, here's one that I use a lot. <laughs> um, open bags of chips go stale. My kids will leave open bags of chips. And so I, would, I just tell them they go stale. And honestly, I don't know if they knew what that meant until they had a stale <laughs> chip. And I, like, I didn't tell, they didn't ask what it meant, so I didn't say, I didn't tell them what it meant. If they ask me, I'll tell them. Um, but then they had a stale chip, and they're like, oh. And I mean... Not to say that they don't still leave open bags of chips, but... Okay, so my seven-year-old doesn't lift the seat when he goes pee. So I would say something like, when you don't lift the seat, there's pee on the seat. What would you... What's the neutral statement that you would say? See, so here's the other part. toilet statements. Here's the other part to this. What's your attachment to the statement? I don't want to sit and pee. So that's what you would say. Oh. That's... I don't want to sit on your pee. Right. That's about you and what you are wanting. Okay, I'm good at those. Yeah. (laughs) I use those factual statements a lot. I really... I'm like, I don't like this. Well, that's great. This is not for me. Yes. This really is not working for me. Yeah. Okay. And and you don't want to sit on pee. Right. But that's making it about me instead of about them. Absolutely. Yes, Instead of saying, they, you peed on the seat. Right. And they're like, yeah, fact. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. but <laughs> And in doing that, do you notice the emotion that comes out with that? 
Right. But you're you're now placing a a, a judgment Shame. on yeah, you're shaming him for peeing on the seat. Like how dare you pee? Not that you're saying they're doing that, but it, like we look at it as like how dare someone leave pee on the seat? That's, you know, whereas like if you say I don't want to sit on pee, there's actually it's, it seems kind of counterproductive. But like you not wanting to sit on pee, it, that's that's totally acceptable. You don't want to sit on pee. Yeah, my son but, would say something like, "Yeah, you should clean it before you sit down." <laughs> and you should. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Uh huh. The, the, because that's your attachment. Are you wanting him to clean it? That's a different attachment. You're actually wanting something out of it. You're wanting him to clean it. That's completely different. And that... I want him to lift the seat. Okay. So can... Then you keep... And here's the other thing. This takes... This may take time. Just because I say this statement today doesn't mean... I mean, I... The The funny thing is he'll lift the seat and pee behind it. And then the pee will be behind (laughs) the seat and down on the floor. Maybe. But you know, sometimes if you say... If I say something as neutral as like, there's pee on the floor... Like sometime, not every time, he'll go clean it. Yeah. Occasionally, he'll be like, "Oh, okay, where's the wipe?" Yeah. Or like my three-year-old, so cute. <laughs> he will go nuts in the bathtub and splash water everywhere. Mm. And I'll okay, you can tell me if this is right or wrong, but I'll, I'll say something like, "Hey, I'm gonna get you something to wipe that up mm. when you're done." Yeah, no. How does he... I, I guess it depends more on how He's he... so happy to do take, it. Well, then, yeah. It was so... He actually, like, read my mind the other day because we've we've already talked about my OCD-ness no. in my space. And I really, like, I still allow the kids to live and eat and make messes. Trust me. Because I can see it happening. When it's right. happening outside of my view, then I, like, I just can't take the mental inventory and then I get kind of freaked out. But anyways... Uh, my three-year-old was taking a bath, and um, have you had these, like, little bath paints? Like, mm. you squeeze it out, and you can paint the bathtub, yes. but it's also made of soap. Yes. Anyway, uh, my friend likes to buy these for the kids, and so he got one that, I think it, I mean, all of the colors are obnoxious. I was like, it's a really obnoxious <laughs> color, but all of them are obnoxious colors. I think it was, it was either, like, red. Mm-hmm. Or green. Okay. And he was just going nuts, like, all over the bathtub and, like, the walls. And, like, I was encouraging him to do that also. And then I thought, I don't want to clean that. (laughs) (laughs) I just really was thinking about myself having to get in the tub and, like, wipe the walls and get wet. Like, I wasn't bathing. I was just watching. And this kid looks at me. He goes, can I clean it now? And I was like, yes. I'll get you a rag. And he's thorough too he cleaned every spot like he's very good at cleaning i got him a rag and he just scrubbed away like he was having a blast cleaning i was like wow you're my kid you manifested not cleaning that (laughs) i did i was he literally read my mind and i was so happy and like i was just it was a beautiful moment for me (laughs) and he did a really good job kids generally are helpful yeah i think it's when we place that uh, judgment and shame then it's 
and like the critique of the cleaning, yeah. like if it wasn't good enough, or if you go back after them and fix their cleaning, then I think they start to lose sight of. We make it heavy. Cohabitating and being clean in a space. Yeah, but if you let them do their thing, especially at that age, man, that's a really, that's like a prime age for, they want to help us do everything. Yeah. And, if, yeah, if you can do it without shame and judgment, then maybe. And it's like the most minor shift. Like, instead of saying, why are you always mm. leaving your dirty dishes out? Yes. Say something like, dirty dishes go in the sink. Yes. Yes, that's a good one. You can, I mean, I even yeah. just ask sometimes, like, hey, will you please put that in the sink? Yeah. Like, not with any passive aggressiveness. Right. Just, like, very neutral. Neutral. Neutral is the word. Can and no attachment. Like, I've had my kids tell me no. Right. They will say no sometimes. And I'm, um, okay. I, I ask the question, and it, no it can get a, a yes or a no. big trigger for some people. Right. Why is no such a trigger? Because they're attached to they're the attached. child saying yes, and they're attached to the child uh, uh, so complying. at that point, it's not even really a question. No, exactly. Don't ask a question if you don't want to know. If, if you're going to command your child to do something, then make it a command and live your best life. Okay, so you have the options of, like, complaining, right? You're always leaving your dirty dishes out, making a statement that doesn't do anything, asking a question without attachment, can you please do this, but it's okay for them to say no, or making a neutral statement like, dirty dishes go in the sink. Yeah. But you would still make your neutral, your statement is only neutral if it's also without attachment, right? Without attachment, without judgment. Without judgment. Yes. That's right. Fascinating. We really appreciate your support of this podcast. Hit the subscribe button to be notified when new episodes become available. And your feedback is important to us. Leave us a review or tag us on Instagram by using the handle at Parenting Philosophy. 